Hello everybody and welcome to the latest episode of the 12 Round News Podcast. I am your host Rick Evans and today we're going to look at a very interesting matchup coming up on Saturday night. Um, It'll be Manny Pacquiao against Lucas Matisse and it's for the WBA regular welterweight championship of the world. Now, I say regular, and you wonder why would I say regular? That sounds kind of funny. Well, there is a WBA super welterweight champion. I don't mean super welterweight. I mean super welterweight as in he is super and better than the regular welterweight. If you heard a couple of our last podcasts and I talked about the governing bodies, this is an example of what I'm talking about. Nobody can make sense if you have four world champions from the same organization at the same weight class that doesn't make any sense they have there's a there's there could be anything from a super champion to a regular champion to an interim champion to a champion in meritus um boy oh boy anyway i'm off topic we're gonna head right into this fight this is going to be a really exciting fight it is saturday night from malaysia and it's going to be again manny pacquiao lucas matisse and the the fight can be seen on ESPN Plus, so this will be anybody who ordered uh, ESPN Plus to watch Terrence Crawford's last fight um, knows the process of getting onto ESPN Plus. But ESPN Plus will now showcase Manny Pacquiao, and if anybody has not joined ESPN Plus, you do get a seven-day trial. So if you're hearing this on Friday night when it's being recorded, or sometime Saturday during the day, you're going to have an opportunity to jump onto ESPN Plus and do the seven-day trial, see if you like it, but you'll also be able to to get uh, get the fight for free. So Kuala Lumpur, Manny Pacquiao, Lucas Matisse, a fight that, if this were happening five years ago, would be the talk of everybody every, all over because you have a speedster in Manny Pacquiao against the power-punching Lucas Matisse, and it's... Now that both boxers are a bit past it, now Lucas Matisse coming in at 35 years old with a record of 39 and 4, 36 KOs. The the legend known as Manny Pacquiao is coming in, um, coming in also a little bit on the the dark side, getting close to that 40 year old mark. Um, he is 39 years of age. He is 59 wins, seven losses, with 38 knockouts. It, it's a it's a a very interesting fight now. Um, the the biggest thing really is what does each fighter have left? What does each what does each guy bring to the table? So Manny Pacquiao, in his prime, would dart in and out, and, and we can people can debate when his prime actually was. But when once he got up and started moving up divisions, and everybody started paying attention, truly paying attention, not just. Hardcore fight fans, most hardcore fight fans found Manny Pacquiao when he beat Marco Antonio Barrera. He, that, that's when he got on boxing fans' radar as, oh my gosh, what was that? This guy's amazing. What's his name again? That The Marco Antonio Barrera fight was that coming out party for Manny Pacquiao. 
for those who are coming into the sport later, and by that I mean now a decade ago, um, and he came, became a mainstream person you would see on ESPN and and uh, having the opportunities to, to be out there sponsored by Nike. That was when he, bought, when he defeated Oscar De La Hoya, which was December of 2008. So we're coming up on 10 years since Manny Pacquiao has been a world-renowned, transcendent figure in the sporting community. Um, what does he have left now at 39? So during his last fight uh, against Jeff Horn... A lot of folks thought that Manny Pacquiao deserved to win that fight. A lot of folks had that as a not a close decision victory for for Manny Pacquiao, uh, but it was it ended up going to the hometown favorite uh, Jeff Horn. Unanimous decision uh, about a year ago, July uh, July second of last year. So, what does he have left now? Coming off of a loss, coming off of a one year layoff. Uh, one year plus layoff, and in a in an interesting twist, not having Freddie Roach in his corner for this fight, Boo Boy Fernandez, who has been the longtime assistant to to Freddie Roach and has been a longtime friend and lifetime friend of, of Manny Pacquiao, uh, will take over head coach, head trainer duties uh, for this fight, and it will be an interesting dynamic to watch if something happens unforeseen that. Uh, Pacquiao gets in trouble. He gets hurt late in a round and has to come back to the corner and get advice. Will Boo Boy be able to provide the same level of ease and instruction and calming Manny down or coaching him through a tough a tough moment um, that Freddie Roach would have given that Freddie Roach had been with Manny for well over a decade and, and uh, was his trainer for the vast majority of all of his world title, uh, world title victories. Um, Lots of components. I mean, anybody who watched the Horn fight saw that the you know Pacquiao didn't necessarily. It's not. I would say he he maybe lost a step. The fastball isn't exactly hitting 102 anymore. I think the fastball still can hit 96. Fastball can still hit 98. But you're not getting into that 100, 101, 102. And pardon the pure baseball metaphors here. It is the middle of July, and what else is on TV besides baseball? But here, the one, the you know, the the unhittable. Oh my gosh, I didn't see it coming. Um, speed and power of Pacquiao seems to have dissipated. He hasn't had a stoppage victory, which I found interesting since 2009 when he beat Miguel Cotto. So it's been a while since he's knocked somebody out. With that said, he still provide he still is able to get in and out of danger. Um, still has very good footwork, albeit not as fast as it was a few years ago, and still can come in and and tag his opponents with good good shots. So it, it's going to be incredibly interesting to see this version of Manny Pacquiao against Lucas Matisse, who um, is really you know won his last two fights. By by stoppage, um, was knocked out by Victor Postal in uh, late 2015. Um, boy, he's you know again we're looking at faded, and I I hate harping on that. Um, both these guys are not at their peak anymore. Matisse, as I mentioned earlier, is 35, and you know he he's in a point in his career where he really sh- he really needs a career-defining win because he's very late in the game. He is a solid world champion. He is a, he is a solid, excuse me, he's a solid um, 
regular world champ. We'll go back to the regular thing again. He is a solid champion. Is an incredibly solid fighter. Action-packed. Out of his 39 wins, he's knocked out 36 guys. So he has power. And that power hasn't dissipated. Again, he won his last two fights by knockout. That power is there. Um, it's just a matter of can he hit Manny Pacquiao like that and get Manny Pacquiao out of there um, moving forward. So it's a, it's a very fascinating fight. Neither guy is that world beater at this stage in their careers, but that might make it a great fight. I mean, I'll, I'll use the most well-known example of this. Would have been uh, Ali Frazier 3 in Manila. Both guys were not at their peak at that point. Both guys were past their prime. And you had a fight that people still talk about. Now, in no way am I comparing what's coming up on Saturday night to Ali Frazier, but it's that same type of a thing where if Manny Pacquiao was so fast, like think about what he did in the past to uh, Margarito, to what he did to De La Hoya, what he did with with Cotto. Um, they couldn't hit him. He was so fast, he would come in, boom, 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 and nobody could catch him. So... He doesn't, he doesn't quite have that gear anymore. So will, what will that allow Lucas Matisse to do? That's going to be the question of the fight. If, um, if Pacquiao is able to come in, get his shots out, and, and Matisse can't find him, Pacquiao is going to run away with a lopsided decision. If he can turn back the clock and really be effective, he's going to, he's, Matisse doesn't have another gear. He's not going to come in and outbox Manny Pacquiao. That's not going to happen. The way for Matisse to win is to impose his will and find Pacquiao. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to get in there and and make sure that if Pacquiao hits him twice, Matisse's got to at least hit him once. And with his known, still present punching power and a chin on Manny Pacquiao that we we saw shattered once against against um, Juan Manuel Marquez in their fourth fight. Um, so that gives people the impression that Pacquiao can can still be hurt, and he can still he can he could certainly be hurt. But is he is it in a position where you could say he has a shaky chin? Um, going through Pacquiao's losses since the Marquez fight, that was Floyd Mayweather and Jeff Horn, and immediately prior to the Marquez fight was Timothy Bradley, and anybody with two working pairs of eyes knows he did not lose them to Timothy Bradley the first time, no matter what the judges said. Um, Marquez got him with the knockout, and then couldn't he couldn't catch Floyd Mayweather, and then Jeff Horn in a very questionable decision. So it's good. It's such a fascinating fight. I we put something out on Twitter. We did a poll of uh, readers who wanted to know, and we asked who's going to win the fight, who's going to win on Saturday. We had an even split, 50% Matisse, 50% Manny Pacquiao. So the, so the Twitterverse is torn on this fight. Who's more faded? Who's lost more on their, on their, um, who's lost more on the fastball? To go back to the baseball reference, who's lost more on their fastball? Who can't hit the corners like they used to do? All right, I'm going to get off the, uh, I'm going to get off the baseball references now. Um, it's a fascinating. It's a truly great fight. I mean, it's it, it's uh, ESPN plus. Four ninety nine, um, and you do get the seven day free trial. So it's a Manny Pacquiao fight, Hall of Famer, uh, a absolute legend in the game, and somebody who you really should try to see. If you if you're listening to this and you you've heard of Manny Pacquiao, you haven't got a chance to see Manny Pacquiao. You're new to the sport. 
And you're thinking, oh, who's this guy? He, you know, I can remember my older brother telling me about Manny Pacquiao. My dad telling me about Manny Pacquiao. It's hard to, for me, you know, somebody who's been watching Manny Pacquiao since at least the Marco Antonio Barrera fight, um, to, to think like that. But it, it's, we're, we're almost to that point because Manny is pushing 40. So there are people who are coming into the sport who think um, – Terrence Crawford is the greatest thing since sliced bread, and look at Manny Pacquiao the way somebody in you know previous generations would see Manny Pacquiao as the greatest of all time or the greatest you know the greatest thing going, and look at somebody like De La Hoya, Felix Trinidad as being over the hill and somebody who's past it. So we're getting to that point where we're having another change of generations, and um, these two guys that are fighting on Saturday are both of the same generation, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Because it's not like Pacquiao or, or Matisse, for that matter, is coming in fighting a 22-year-old killer. Um, you would have a hard time uh, picking, well, let's go with Errol Spence. I know he's not 22, but um, let's go with Errol Spence and say, would anybody really pick Manny Pacquiao to beat Errol Spence at this point? Keith Thurman, would you really pick Manny Pacquiao to win that fight? Um, some would. But I, I think we're we're getting to that point, and certainly in Pacquiao's career, where we're at the the goodbye stage. And you know, if Manny goes through this fight and wins, or my goodness, if he knocks Matisse out, if he lands that Ricky Hatton esque shot that he landed on Hatton all those years ago, and and shocks everybody, a lot of people are going to look at Pacquiao and go, "Wow, he's got one more run." He's got one more run in him. How far can he go? Um, it's incredibly rare for the lighter weight fighters, and I talked about this on the last podcast. It's incredibly rare for the lighter weight fighters to get into their to get past age thirty five and show elite level anything and, and show that they can consistently win fights. Floyd Mayweather is an absolute aberration on what typically happens. If you look at any other fighter in the lighter weights, I Take your pick. Anybody else, they're not what they were. And Floyd Mayweather at the end of his run was not what he was 10, 5, 10 years prior either, but he, was, he kept winning. But you lose something, the, the exception seems to be the heavyweights where that power is the last thing to go, keeps him in fights. But it's, it's, a, it's a great fight. I mean, I'm very, very excited to watch this fight. I know uh, Twitter's going to be roaring. Manny Pacquiao's ardent supporters are going to be roaring. Uh, Lucas Matisse is going to have his folks. They're going to be, in, you know, raring to go. And it's an exciting fight. It is a really exciting fight for what it's worth. You're not watching, you're not watching the two best guys in the world anymore. It's not a battle to see is this guy the best fighter out there because the answer to that is no. The, neither one of these guys, you can look at them and say that they're the best there is. You, that, that, that ship has sailed. That time is over. However, this is a fantastic, fantastic fight. Because even if they were both at their peak, their their skill sets, their keys to victory wouldn't change. It's still the same concept. Manny Pacquiao has to go jump in and out, throw combinations, land his effective shots, and don't get hit too often by Matisse coming back. Matisse, on the other hand, has to hit him a lot when he jumps in on those combinations. And every time he hits Manny, he's going to have to make him feel it. He's going to have to be able to deliver those shots with authority, with power, and, and try to get Manny out of there uh, moving forward into the fight. So that hasn't changed. That's still the way they're going to win. It's just neither one of the guys has that has that world that again the fastball. Okay, last baseball reference done there. Um, should be a great fight. Prediction time. Um, I've gone back and forth thinking about it. Um, both guys again are faded. Both guys are 
are not there. Before I get to the prediction, I, I should report on um, the weigh-ins. Pacquiao came in at 146. Uh, Matisse came in at 146.7 uh, for their 147-pound limit world title fight. So both guys made weight earlier uh, earlier tonight with the time difference. I won't try to do that math, but I'm recording this Friday night, um, the night before the fight, and both guys have made weight and are going to be ready to go. So um, it's going to be incredibly exciting. Um, a lot of people, again, our our Twitter poll had it even uh, in terms of uh, prediction time. And a lot of folks I see on ESPN, a lot of folks are picking Pacquiao. And I think there's certainly a case to be made either way. There's certainly a case that that Pacquiao isn't going is not going to be able to get in and out like he like he once did. And he's going to run into trouble. And the, one of the first couple of times Matisse hits him, the fight's going to be over because he's going to have he still has some power. And Pacquiao's been out of the ring for a year, and he's almost forty years old. Will he? Will forty year old, thirty nine year old Manny Pacquiao be able to take the uh, the punches of Lucas Matisse? Therein lies the the how the fight's going to go. That that's the question. If I don't foresee Pacquiao knocking out Matisse. That would be the most surprising result I can come up with. I would. I really think I would. I'd be more surprised to see Manny score a knockout of Matisse than Matisse win a decision over Pacquiao. That I. I still think that that's going to be more likely uh, that that uh, Matisse could even win a, a decision. But if you if you sit back and you go what's the most likely scenario i still think pacquiao based on the horn fight based on the fact that he has had a training camp he has been in their trainer change you know could be that that factor we're not seeing but he he has had time he's had the time off um pacquiao still has some speed most folks think think that he beat jeff horn so i i will go with manny pacquiao by a by a unanimous decision and I'll say it'll be somewhere in the 116, 112, eight rounds to four ballpark. Um, I think that's the, that's the most likely scenario. Right behind that, I would say Matisse scores a uh, late stoppage of Pacquiao. I think that's the next most likely scenario. Uh, but that is not my prediction. My prediction is Manny Pacquiao tomorrow night wins the unanimous decision over Lucas Matisse and captures a another world title belt, regular, super regular unleaded, whatever the case may be, um, I, I, I will pick Manny Pacquiao. Um, so that wraps it up for me. Uh, let me know your thoughts. I know this is a, uh, a, a grooming, a, a kind of a new project, a, a growing for uh, 12 round news. We're trying to get off the ground and, um, that process is going to be, um, decided a lot by you guys, a lot by folks who, who listen to the podcast and, Get to the website, follow us on social media, and engage in the interactions. We still want to talk about um, we still want to talk about those mythical matchups. And I saw on HBO HBO Boxing is doing a uh, mythical matchup pound for pound list of who's the greatest of all time to ever appear on HBO. And they've worked it down, worked it down, worked it down. And they're in the finals now, and I believe the final is Muhammad Ali against Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, and it's up to people to vote on Twitter. Anybody who voted in our poll, I am, I'm going to assume voted in the HBO poll as well. Um, I think they are now at at uh, Muhammad Ali against Sugar Ray Leonard for the best pound for pound fighter, and they they had gone through a lot of different matchups like Roy Jones against Ali. 
Um, I believe one was Mike Tyson and Roberto Duran off the top of my head. Uh, there was a lot of fun debate, but the, the, the parameters of how you make that decision were so open that the most popular guy is going to win. It has no bearing on records, has no bearing on who beat who. It's going to be the most popular guy. So you could have started the whole, the whole bracket at the very beginning and go, oh, Ali's going to win because Ali's the most popular guy. That, that, that's not hard. And maybe that's a lot of how, um, how pound for pound has gone in the past. I mean, back in the in the mid '90s, did did people really think Oscar De La Hoya was better than Roy Jones? Really? Do, I, I think that would have been a fascinating debate. I, I, I think that I would love to hear somebody make that case at like 1997, 1998, and 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 hear more about that. I know Oscar fought a lot of qualified great world champions after that. But Roy Jones was something special, and he annihilated everybody he saw. Um, I, I guess to each their own. I think that's what makes the debate fun. And you can see just from how I'm talking now, I would love to engage, get folks engaged online to to have these debates. Once the uh, the website's fully up and running, to have a section where you can click and and debate. You know, who was the best? Who was the best? Roy Jones or or Oscar De La Hoya? Or if you put. Uh, middleweight, say, who could uh, Gennady Golovkin knock out Bernard Hopkins in, at, at his best when he was the master tactician? Could could Golovkin's power over get get by um, Hopkins' guile? Um, there's a, you, you can go on and on and on about what those matchups could be. Lennox Lewis against Joe Lewis. I've always had fun thinking about you know talking with folks about that. Um, there's, there's a, I mean, everybody has their matchups. Everybody has their pick. So, um, lots of fun. I hope uh, those who listen to this will interact and use the hashtag 12 round news and give us some feedback. I know, um, again, we're just getting off the ground. And um, what I'd love to hear from you is what you'd like to hear from us. What would you like to hear on a podcast? What we'll do on uh, Sunday is give a recap of the uh, Pacquiao fight and talk about how that went, what comes next for the winner, what comes ha- what comes next for the loser, if anyone's retired. I mean, with both guys at this stage in their career, that every fight might be their last. So, um, And that's all the more reason to watch uh, Manny Pacquiao on Saturday night. He's an all-time great. He's the Henry Armstrong of this era. Um, multiple weights, came up and beat everybody. Um, he's definitely worth watching if you have it, and, and and if you have, and you and he's a household name in your household, um, then I don't need to sell this fight to you. You know, watching Manny Pacquiao is definitely worth the price of admission, be it uh, four ninety nine or if you're doing the th- the seven day trial, then you can certainly make those decisions afterwards. So, fight starts the the fight card starts at six o'clock uh, on the uh, on the West Coast, nine p.m. Eastern, uh, again on ESPN Plus. So. I will wrap it up. Uh, please, again, give us some feedback, and we will hear from you next time on the 12-Round News Podcast. This is Rick Evans signing off.